Welcome back, guys. Now, if you know Sons of the Shoe podcast, which you can follow wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. I don't think Stitcher exists anymore. <laughs> uh, the free Odyssey app, wherever. You guys know the third segment of the show starts off every single time with a Michigan panic meter. And so we usually go uh, from gray to scarlet. And gray is the least amount of panic. Scarlet is the uh, most amount of panic. In this case... And I didn't, I didn't think we'd be doing this this soon. I kind of thought something would have to happen to trip this conversation up. Well, something happened. And, 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 and it's two things. Really. Growth. And we're going to get to it <laughs> another growth conversation for me here. Um, but we're going to go ahead and do the first ever and maybe only ever true Michigan panic meter. Now, you're thinking to yourself, why, why would Michigan panic? They just won the national championship. Ah, now – it would be a lot for me to then say, accuse them of panic if I didn't have an immense amount of proof. Twofold, in fact. One is there is a petition going around online by Michigan fans to fire athletic director Ward Manuel. And there's, you know, there are valid points about the state well, of basketball. Because, because he botched. But the big one is because he botched the Jim Harbaugh contract yes, negotiation. Yes, but again, they reference uh, basketball. There's another. There's a third coach that was uh, sorry, second coach that was allowed to leave. I can't remember the the program. And then obviously the big one is the the assumption is by these Michigan fans that Ward Manuel is the reason Jim Harbaugh left. The second thing is the panic on Mich and, and, and Michigan fans. There's a select amount of Michigan fans on Michigan uh, message boards that are destroying Jim Harbaugh because he has now taken four, or sorry, three of his assistants with him. His son, Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator, and then Ben Herbert, the strengths and conditioning coach. And th the first two were expected. But apparently something happened when you take <laughs> um, Ben Herbert, strength and, uh, the, the Michigan strength and conditioning coach, that these people lose their mind. They were, they're worried about fucking stretching, in the words of uh, Bob Wiley. Two wars. Two wars. So I just want to say here, I think Michigan has gone from full maze, no panic, to I think they're at least halfway in between maize and blue because i think people are starting to bug the hell out here i will so uh, i'm not going to defend the people who are mad about the the strength and conditioning coach i will say i kind of get where that comes from because they are the, the 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 messaging from college teams is always that the strength and conditioning coach is like that heartbeat of the team guy he's like the rah rah build the culture like you're working with them on the regular because they're they're you're working you're you're lifting with them they're putting you through drills all this different stuff so I guess I can kind of understand where like if they really loved him and they thought he was this rah rah guy why they'd be like well I can't believe you took it but it's obviously well within Jim Harbaugh's right to take whatever coaches he wants from his staff that he assembled there with him to the NFL it's a pretty common practice. So what also is funny to me is like the, the math doesn't add up on this fully because you're mad that War Manual apparently botched the Jim Harbaugh situation. And so instead of being like, oh, man, yeah, like we really wish you would have stayed, Jim, and just like kind of like, you know, not, not sympathizing with him, but like being like, oh, yeah, it just stinks and we feel bad. Your, your reaction then to Jim Harbaugh taking coaches with him is like, well, you can't do that. 
Like, like that doesn't add up to me. Like, like if you're mad at War Manual, it just should be War Manual's fault. You they can't be mad at Jim Harbaugh you because know he's is? just doing what all coaches do. You know what the Ward Manual thing is? The Ward Manual thing is when uh one of your best friend, best couple friends splits up and you realize that you got stuck with the turd of the marriage, <laughs> right? And it happens to everybody where for some reason, like you don't get to choose. Maybe they choose. Maybe it just happens. Maybe one of the people move away and you get stuck with the lesser end of the marriage. And then you're just stuck there. And that's word manual, word manual, dicked over Jim Harbaugh, endless amounts of time. I mean, they had to have the president of Michigan call a ceasefire last year. That's how negative things have gotten. Ward Manuel was behind the uh, the contract kerfuffle two years previous to that. I mean, Ward Manuel pl- fucked around and found out. And so, like, uh, listen, I fully expect him to be the sacrificial lamb in a year if Michigan is a 10-win team and they take a step back. Yeah. I fully expect that if Michigan basketball gets any worse, and guys, it isn't great. I'm not a big Michigan basketball fan, but I do pay attention because of Juwan Howard. It's in a really bad situation, as low as Michigan's been in a minute. I could see Ward Manuel being the first thing thrown over the the board of the Titanic, and the reality is it probably should have happened the second the guy dicked with Jim Harbaugh's money and started a, a needless war with the head football coach who was albeit not where they wanted him to be also not where they had been with either Brady Hoke or yeah. Rich Rodriguez. So to me, the ward manual thinks a matter of time. I think it's fate. Yes. Accomplish. Yes. At some well, point, he's going to be the sacrificial lane. So real quick, two things. First of all, maybe the better way to word what I was trying to say on why things don't add up is you can't be like, well, it's all war manuals fault. We hate you. And then because the guy that you wanted to stay, Jim Harbaugh, he takes coaches and you're like, well, fuck you, Jim Harbaugh. Like that, that that's more what it's like. It's like you're mad at War Manual, but then because you lost this guy that you're apparently like fawning over. And but because it, it's it, you use the breaking up example, or like the, the the divorce example. It's like one of those like, well, if 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 I can't be with you, then no one can. So you're just like getting like resentful for no reason whatsoever yeah. other than the fact that he left you behind. And, um, and, second yeah, thing. Because you mentioned War Manual at some point being the sacrificial lamb, and I 100% agree. He, what's funny is he went from it was like a it was a 180 this year, right? Because you went straight from, at least I'm pretty sure he was part of like those statements that got put out when the whole cheating Connor Stallions thing yeah. happened. He, it was a 180 because he knew he was he was you know uh, what's the what's the phrase I'm looking for. He knew that he was benefiting off the the teat conversation. of the, the teat of Jim Harbaugh's success. So he quickly pivoted from, oh yeah, there's been all this bad blood over the years to, oh we backed Jim Harbaugh and anything slanderous against him is completely false and, and wrong or whatever. So he was real quick to pivot when that whole thing happened. But this goes back to my conversation when we were talking about Ross Bjork, because I never know how to judge ads truly because. On one hand, Ward Manuel was now going to be – he can say he was the AD that was behind Jim Harbaugh when they won a national championship. And that will always be something like if he goes somewhere else, there will be a fan base out there that's like, oh, yeah, Ward Manuel, he, he got a national championship at Michigan. Like, I love this hire. But then the people in Michigan will say, well, this guy sucks ass. He lost Jim Harbaugh. He was fought, constantly fighting with him. 
like there's always so many reasons to hate the guy and there's always so many reasons to love a guy and at the end of the day like when a when a a ad gets when an ad gets sacked it's often like one or two major reasons that revolve around either your basketball program or your football program that are the reasons why people hate you and and that's what it's going to be with Ward Manuel. We're just going to look back and say, well, this guy sucked because he lost Jim Harbaugh. That will be his legacy there. But there will be people who are just blinders like, well, he could be a good AD. Look what he did while he was at Michigan. So it, it's why there's no way to grade ADs ever. It's, it's just, so I, go ahead. I, I, the Ward Manual thing, I think, one, I don't think it's going to get him fired now. But I do think it's the most valid of the points. Message boards flipping out on Jim Harbaugh and accusing him of somehow being um, unloyal to Michigan after okay. everything he that did. That Ward Manuel put him through, yeah. Yeah, it, like, it's really disingenuous. And that, listen, Jim could take every single assistant that isn't Sharon Moore to the NFL, and you should still kiss his ass and thank your lucky stars he didn't quit with that contract snafu yeah. three or four years ago. Yeah. So – like I, I'm sorry if if a coach comes in and hires a staff, that staff has incredible success. What's the difference between Jim Harbaugh taking to the NFL and Alabama coming in and offering Ben Herbert twice as much money to be the strength and conditioning coach? There's literally no difference other than they're just going with the guy that they had the most success with. So I think that to me is the most comical side of this is Michigan fans freaking out over Jim Harbaugh, you should probably be thankful he's only taken three guys to this point because he's already linked up with Greg Roman or, and or David uh, Shaw as his offensive coordinator, two old assistants that he's had. Like, just be thankful. Be thankful with where you are and understand that, like, this is all part of success. And what I think it underlines is there is concern about Sharon Moore stepping into a job and then immediately having to replace almost half of his on-the-field staff. But that speaks to that kernel of doubt that should be there hiring a first-time head coach as the the successor to the guy that just had the most success in team history for the, the, the last 25 years in winning the first national championship since 97. Well, and a lot of this, too, Nick, boils down to just denial. Because, because like, frankly... Yeah, you can blame Ward Manuel. You can say he botched that relationship. And in a lot of ways, as we've laid out, he did. Um, but from all accounts, everything that was reported about this contract that he had on the table, they were going to give him the sun, the moon, the stars. They were willing to make him, you know, exonerate him from any punishments that could come. You couldn't get fired, all this different stuff. They gave him everything. The one stipulation was that he couldn't pursue an NFL job this year. And at some point, like, Michigan fans are just going to have to come to terms with the fact that, like, he did. He, 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 this guy came to Michigan. He stayed loyal through a lot of bullshit that he had to deal with. And then when push came to shove, but, but when push came to shove, he was always going to have his eyes on the NFL. That's what I mean. And, and, and how many years do we hear like Jim Harbaugh could be a hot candidate for the NFL? And there were some years where it wasn't as hot of a topic because Michigan wasn't winning and they were losing to Urban Meyer. And it was like, okay, we don't really care. But once he started sort of winning and turning the program around and, doing the consistent thing it was like three four straight years of yeah there he has links to the nfl he wants to get back at some point I mean, we've been hearing this forever so at some point like you just have to stop living in denial and understand like it wasn't all on war manual like some of it was but jim harbaugh just wanted to go back to the nfl and that is what it is and he's going to take the staff with him that he takes with him 
I guess for my mission, for my Michigan panic meter, like the true version of the Michigan panic meter, how much are we, how much stock do we put in the fact that these message boards speak for most of the fan base? That's, that's my big question. Like, is it just, is, are the message boards kind of like what we think Twitter is where it's like, we hear this vocal minority of the fan bases, or is it like legitimately we should put a lot of stock in the, the, the Reddit pages and all this. I mean, I think, I think Twitter is just a smaller sample size than message boards because message boards have been around for That's 20 true. years, larger community. Yes. And larger community. And it is a way for people to stay in, in connection with each other. Now, do I still think it's 50% of the fan base? No, like Keith Britton, uh, who who works on uh, our show yeah, as a producer, producer yeah. on Afternoon Drive. He's one of the biggest Michigan fans I've ever met. He thinks both of these things are ridiculous. He might well, have qualms about Ward didn't, Manuel. Didn't he like, also say that Jim Harbaugh wasn't leaving, though? I I believe he was skeptical at one point that he would leave. <laughs> but, I mean, no, I just think, like, I don't think message boards – are all, the end all be all, but I think they're a healthy representation of where fans are. And I think, listen, I think what this points to, because panic ebbs and flows, as we found out with the Michigan panic meter that we do about Ohio State and our panic with Ohio State. So it does ebb and flow, but it does illustrate a point I made when talking about the difficulties of the job that Sharon Moore is stepping into. Because the reality is everybody's behind you until that first loss. Everybody's behind you until that first loss to Ohio State. And listen, I think Sharon Moore, because he technically already beat Ohio State last year, should be given a gimme this year when Michigan loses to Ohio State. That's probably not how it works, though. No, that's the kind of thing you say in January. That's the kind of thing you I say mean, well, in look, May, look, look but it's Ohio not State the reality fans, of November. Look what Ohio State, like how quickly Ohio State fans, it went from we own Michigan, and then the first Ryan. I mean, we've been saying Ryan Day should be fired. Not we, but the 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 fan base has been saying Ryan Day should be fired since that first loss to Michigan in 2021. It, mm-hmm. it, they've been saying it ever since, and every year after, it's been louder and louder and louder. So. I think it's the same thing. Like at the second, it's it's easy to sit uh, in your ivory tower right now and be like, "Well, we're the national champs," and you know we're not worried about Sharon Moore. But I think a lot of that is just it, it's it's PR, it's branding from the fan base. Like you know you you're you're letting somebody into your house for for dinner and you have happy faces on, and then they leave, and behind the scenes, like you and your wife are feuding with each other and going through a divorce. Like that that's almost what it feels like because. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're playing the part of, oh, we feel good about Jerome Moore and we're not worried because we just want a title. But behind the scenes, I think there really is some panic sort of brewing of like, well, our, t- our time at the top might be coming to an end here. And I don't want to go back to where Michigan was before, you know, Harbaugh finally got it together and, and started beating Ohio State. And, and that feeling of that, it, it, you, you, that might be what happens. I'm not saying it is, especially next year. Like, there's still going to be enough talent there. I think that they stay afloat and maybe they lose a couple games, but it's not like complete disaster. Um, not that it ever was with Harbaugh. He was never losing. Like, he had, he had the COVID year, which was bad, but that was a fluky year for everybody. But, yeah, like, if, if they go back to just losing to Ohio State consistently, I, I don't think Michigan fans are willing to accept that. And I also just think the panic that we're seeing – sort of just speaks to like, what have you done for me lately? And it, I mean, I get it on some level. It's had to have been an emotional roller coaster. You go win a national championship, but then two weeks, three weeks later, your coach is, is the coach that brought you there 
is leaving. So this is the most recent thing. And on some level, I, I'm sure it, 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 Michigan fans probably are looking back, relishing like, well, I'm glad we got this moment because it might not be lasting very much longer. And they got to kind of live with that. I, I guess I'll put my meter. If we're assuming white is kind of also in the middle here of the maze and the blue, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to lean. That's Michigan. So. I'm just in the white, leaning slightly towards the blue. And, I, and it's funny. I think, like I said, I think Michigan fans who listen to this, they're going to be in our comments like, what do we have to panic about? Ohio State's going out there and trying to add all these recruits because they can't beat us, blah, 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 blah. But I think behind the scenes, there is like a, a small in, internal uh, panic brewing. I would say I would say to those Ohio State fans, we do appreciate you commenting in the 92 through the fan, uh, (laughs) uh, the YouTube channel. Please continue to do so. I would say after commenting on our page, maybe go to those message boards and speak some of that cockiness, because I think to what you're saying is I do think like your you present a different message to your foe than you do your friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm not buying this kumbaya shit. I'm just not. Now, that doesn't mean that the sky is falling. But you mentioned it. I think it would be like when Urban left and Ryan took over. I needed to see the team go out with Ryan. He was a first-time head coach. It's totally different. Like when they hired Urban and he had two national championship rings. It's totally different than when they hired Tressel and Tressel ran Youngstown State to multiple national titles at that level of football. It's totally different when it's a guy's first job at that level. Now, what I would say is I don't think – I think at Ohio State it's tougher to be a first-time head coach than it, at Michigan, but it will for, – for next year it's going to completely revolve – around probably hitting the 10, 11, maybe 10, 11 win threshold overall and beating Ohio State. And if you don't do one or both of those things, it's not going to take much to get people panicking in in Ann Arbor because that's how we act. That's what we do in college football. That's just the reality of the situation. You you brought it up last episode, but it's different. Like I think the other thing that, that Michigan fans are falling back on right now is like, well, Sherome already beat Ryan Day, so what are we worried about? But I think you brought up the main the, the the big point last last episode. A the the prep work leading up to that game was all Jim Harbaugh because he could he could he could hold the practices, and B it's different when you're the guy. He was the guy for a day, and there's no pressure of like, hey, when you get when you leave that stadium, you go back to just being your your role and and dealing with what you got to deal with. Now you got to deal with everything. So it's different. And I, I think the best way to sum up kind of what we're alluding to, which is like the, the persona that fans are giving off right now, Michigan fans, that is, you see, have you, you've seen the movie Deadpool, right? Oh yes. Many you know, a time. You know, the scene where he shows up at the, the, uh, the door of uh, professor X of like the, the X-Men and they, I forget the joke that they make, but they say something, they, they call him a name or whatever. And Ryan Reynolds like laughs and he goes like, ha, Fake laugh to hide real internal pain. That's what it is. Yep. Michigan fans right now are like, they're fake laughing in our faces. They're like, oh, you guys have to go out and get all these recruits because you can't beat us and we're fine and Sharon Moore. But meanwhile, you're trying to get your AD run out of town because you think he botched the Jim Harbaugh thing and you're pissed off and you're and you're crying because Jim Harbaugh is taking your assistant coaches and strength coaches. Like, there's a little bit more than meets the eye. If you need to talk to somebody about it, Nick and I – We'll gladly be 
this is a good idea for a future episode. This is a, yeah, we can be Michigan fan therapy sessions. We will offer them to you 20 minute blocks on sons of the shoe. Or just I in think, the comment section on the 92 through the fan YouTube. Program. I think that's stealing a basket and felt bit, which we just, on principle, I refuse to do. <laughs> but to the Michigan well, fans. Oh, we got some people who uh, really enjoy that show. So Michigan fans have been, they're smarter than us. I've always said that. Yeah. But Michigan fans, um, <laughs> this is your one chance, right? You're always commenting on the Michigan panic meter here. Leave the comments, uh, 92 through the fan YouTube. We've got uh, Mays. We've got light maize, we've got white, we've got light blue, and we've got the full blue. And uh, light, uh, sorry, maize being the least panicked, blue being the most panicked, and obviously the three levels in between being some iteration of that. Where do you guys stand wanting to fire Ward Manual? Jim Harbaugh rating your staff. 92 through the fans. YouTube uh, comment section there. Uh, we will interact with it there. Ohio State fans, we also want to hear what your guys' thoughts on today's show were. Uh, please make sure to follow the show everywhere you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, the free Odyssey app, 923thefan.com. And make sure to hit the old follow on 92 through the fans YouTube channel as well. That does it for us. Go Buck Spencer. Great show.